Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful human beings. So I wasn't going to originally hear this one with you, but here we are. I just burped a little bit. I'm going to be honest. Um, so this is a training that I actually did in August recently when it's coming out, but I don't know when you're listening to it. And this is, I honestly think my one of the most powerful trainings that I have ever, 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 ever done. And it was more of a transmission than a training. So it wasn't a workshop with slides. So that's why I thought that Sharing it on this platform would be a really powerful way for you guys to come back to it and re-listen to it. So it is live in my Facebook community. If you want to go and join um, my Facebook community, you can go check out the link um, in uh, in this podcast. However, it is here in full audio magical form. Um, but I want to share with you guys that there's probably going to, I'm probably going to say some things that are time relevant to um, the training. So disregard that exactly. But one thing that I do want you to know, if you were listening to this before the 7th of September, 2023, the doors are open to reclamation. So reclamation is my feminine empowerment program. It was originally called Worthy. It has now shifted to Reclamation. She got an upgrade, girl. She got an upgrade. (laughs) Um, This is for you. If you as a woman have struggled with loving yourself, if you struggle with your self-worth, if you struggle with the thoughts in your head, if you feel like that you can be and you are, you have the capacity to be this beautiful, powerful woman, but you just have this lack of self-confidence and self-worth holding you back. This is for you if you don't feel like therapy is the right place for you or if you tried therapy and it hasn't given you the results that you wanted this is for you if you're looking for a sisterhood and a community this is for you if you're looking to be incredibly empowered um, and this is for you if you're ready to reclaim your self-worth your self-belief and fall in love with yourself again and feel empowered as fuck to be a woman so one thing that I do want to share with you guys, I love this program. It has changed lives. It has changed my life. It consistently changes my life. Um, I have women that have done it in the very first round. I think this is my fifth or sixth time running it and they keep coming back because they love it so much. Not because it doesn't work, but because they love it so much because of the community, because of the transformation, because of the deeper layers every single time. So one thing that I want to share with you guys as well, that are listening. I 
know that this program is so incredibly valuable that the price is going to be going up next year. Okay. When I run it next year, it's going to be double the price, um, because of the value that you receive. So I can continue to build it out and continue to make it better. And just so you guys know, if you join this round, you actually get lifetime access. So you're getting it at 50% of the cost of what it will be. Um, so I share that with you because I think it's really important. You know, there's going to be people that are finding me and joining next year, but if you have been the person that was listening from the very first round of, of worthy, and now you're hearing and I, and you've wanted to join, this is your sign. This is your sign. This is the resource. This is the tool. This is the gift that you want that keeps on giving. It is such a magical, magical journey. And I would love to have you join us, but if you want to have a listen to Worthy as Fuck First, absolutely, please go do that. I will play it. It will start in just a minute. And if you want to know more about reclamation, we start September 7th. How much longer are you going to wait? How much longer are you going to wait? Okay, my loves. Enjoy. Jump in. Welcome to Worthy as Fuck Hello, I, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, if I look down, I'm just looking at your guys' comments. I just want to welcome all of you in. I'm so glad that you love my playlists. I'm all about the inspiration, the uplifting, all of that. Um, need to make sure my other song stops. There we go. Okay. I am so grateful to have you all here, all of you joining live. Hello, Carla. Hello, Louise. Hello, Kate. Hi, Kelly. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone watching the recording as well. I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, I, yes. Do I look a little bit like a drunk drag queen today? Yes, I do. I do look a little bit like a drunk drag queen. But the point of that is, first of all, <clears throat> I'm still glittery. Yeah. The reason why I decided to wear glitter today is because I have been a glitter person my whole life. I really have been the whole reason that I did synchronized swimming, but people told me that they didn't like glitter. People told me that sparkles were too, sparkles were too much. People told me that, um, you know, it, it might not be trending or it might not be cool. And I loved being in the sport of synchronized swimming because I got the opportunity to shamelessly wear glitter. And I realized that I don't really do that anymore. I actually was about to buy a glitter wedding dress, but I didn't because I found something I liked more, but <laughs> you know, the reason and the ethos behind that is where in you in your life do you hold yourself back and you hold your light back to make other people comfortable or because of what other people think and the entire premise and celebration and ethos of today is for you to realize and step into the worthy as fuck woman that you are and the reason why today is so special to me, and I'm so grateful that you are here, whether it be live or watching the recording to celebrate with me, is because today is a really special day. Um, and the reason that I tell this to you is because everything that I share, this isn't a big celebration of, oh, whoa, look at me, look, I'm great. No, this is a representation of what is possible for every single one of us as women. Because when one of us rises, all of us rise. We rise together when we empower each other and we show each other what is possible. 
And so today is a very special day and I'm going to get into that today and I'm going to be sharing with you guys a little story and I really want you to walk away from this call, from this training, from this transmission, from this celebration today, feeling like there's glitter in your heart and glitter in your soul. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hi, Steph. Hello, Damaris. Hello, hello. So before we get started, because I get very excited, I want you to just take a moment with me, okay? I want you to take a moment and I want you to close down your eyes because I want us to tap into the energy and the power of today. So I want you to close down your eyes. And I want you to take a deep breath in and out. I want you to take a deep breath in and bring your shoulders up to your ears and scrunch up. And as you breathe out, you're going to take a nice big sigh out. And I want you to put your hand on your heart. I want every single woman here, every human here, every person in this space. to create an intention that in this transmission today, you will get something that reignites your heart, that relights your fire and that allows you to remember something inside of yourself which is so special and powerful that you needed. And with the knowing that I rise, you rise, we rise, may you take that spark that you have felt from this call, this training today, and light someone else's flame. So they feel worthy as fuck. They feel like they can be the woman that they've always believed that they can be. They feel a little bit of glitter in their life. From this call today, may you take everything that feels good for you and you leave the rest. So together, I want you to take a nice, slow, deep breath in. And out. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. So whether you have been at none of my calls or my trainings before, this is you are a DK fan for life. Thank you. I love you. This is a little bit different than I normally do. I am actually the slide queen. I like to self-proclaim myself as. Um, however, that is not today because today felt like a time for a story for you to captivate your heart and your mind and your spirit. And so you can do this while you're washing dishes or walking the dog, or you can sit and listen. But storytelling is one of the most age old traditions 
because for thousands of years we would sit around fires and circles and tell stories before we had radio and social media and movies and they would captivate our hearts and they would inspire us and they would remind us what is possible and we would carry on those tales and tell others and we would use those tales to pass down memories and culture and traditions. So that is what I'm going to be doing today. I'm gonna to be telling you a story and it is about my journey, but it's also not because you're going to see yourself in it. You're gonna feel the parallels in it because if every single one of you right now that is watching this is meant to hear this. Your soul has been called to this space because there is some type of relation between me and you my story and yours and the reminder that there is all of this power inside of you and there's going to be different things that every single one of you take from this and i'm going to do a little contest if you feel so inclined and you want to take a picture or a video and share this on your social media um, on your instagram and tag me at danielle Kettlewell underscore you will go in the draw for a prize that i will pull next week and so whether you're watching the recording, because I know we have lots of people in Australia and the UK that cannot join us at this time zone, um, then you can tag me now or afterwards um, and uh, share that so that we can share this message and this light with so many more in all of our communities in the world. So today, let me tell you about today. I'm a dates person. I don't know about you guys, but dates mean a lot to me. I'm kind of the person that if there's a significant date, I look back at those moments and and it really means a lot to me whether it be an anniversary or birthday or a new year or a moment and one of my favorite days in oh oh my gosh am i going to be able to get through today without crying i don't know um one of my favorite days in the year um is today august 18th for many reasons it's pretty wild august 18th august 19th we're gonna like we're going to couple those days, okay? Because, like, it's the 19th in Australia and it's the 18th here. And, and so, like, this day period, 24-hour period, is so incredibly special for me. Because when I was growing up, this day meant nothing to me. It was just another day in August, you know, of, of summer here in Canada. It didn't really mean anything. And then something happened in my life. If you don't fully know my story, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Hello, Erin. Hello, Shannon. So happy to have you here. I hope you stay enjoy, stay with us. Um, something happened in my life. You see, my whole life, I didn't feel worthy. I felt like there was something wrong with me. I just wasn't the right size, the right look. I didn't have the right personality. I felt like something was off. I didn't fit in. I didn't get the things that everyone spoke about. I didn't understand why people didn't think about bigger concepts. I remember at 12 years old, I would sit there and think about the meaning of life and wonder why we're all doing this thing. I remember that I felt like there was something wrong with me. I remember growing up, there was periods when I would stand in front of the mirror and I would pinch my skin and I would cry my eyes out because the reflection that I saw was something that I hated. It disgusted me. And that is a heavy word. I didn't understand why I hated myself so much. I didn't understand why I didn't feel worthy. I didn't understand why it seemed like it was so easy for everyone else but me. 
I didn't understand why I would walk around and tell everyone that I was okay when deep down there was darkness inside of me that I didn't get. Being a teenager is confusing, right? Hormones, God, high school, geez. Being a woman, gosh, just media, body image. There are so many things. But amongst all of this, I was also in this sport called synchronized swimming. This wild and wacky, crazy sport, which combines eight women, people together in the water and they get to dance in the water to music while going upside down right side up flipping people up in the air smiling and frowning and doing crazy movements with their legs and their arms and defying gravity and physics it seemed so wild to me that i got the opportunity to do this sport there was but there was one problem i just wasn't very good at it and another thing to add to the laundry list of reasons why i felt like i wasn't worthy I loved this sport, but I hated myself and my body. And it's really hard if you do a performance sport. <laughs> it's really hard to not like how you look because it's not just about how fast you kick the ball or how many goals that you get, but it's also about how you look in the water. And so I had to look at myself and I didn't like myself. I didn't like it when people took pictures of me. I didn't like that I was always the last on the team. I didn't like that I was always the bottom of the list. I didn't like that I was the only the girl that had the great attitude, but no one believed was ever going anywhere. Can you guys resonate with times in your life where you just have felt like something is off or you just have felt like you're not enough? You just have felt like that devil on your shoulder is so heavy and weighing you down. It's 444 here. That you can't figure out where it's coming from, why it's coming to you or how to let it go and get rid of it. I love this sport of synchronized swimming, but I knew that it was never going anywhere. August 18th meant nothing to me. It meant absolutely nothing to me. So I continued through my life. I continued with my struggles. I continued to not love myself. I continued to try and find other ways to deal with the feelings that I didn't understand. I would eat food. I would drink. I would get wasted. <laughs> I would look in the mirror and I would hold a knife to my wrist wondering what it would be like if one day I wasn't on this planet anymore. Because maybe then I would feel like I was enough. Like I was worthy. Like it would end the turmoil in my mind that I didn't understand. We all have moments in our life that are really hard. We all have times, hi Tabitha, we all have times where it just feels like we can't go on anymore. We've all had struggles and moments, but there was something else inside of me. There was this, there was little, like this. What if you could be more, Danielle? What if you could do more? What if you didn't hate yourself? What if you didn't hate what you saw in the mirror? What if you loved yourself? What if you could be something great? What if you could do something great? I believe that every single soul that is meant to hear this message has had a moment in their life where there's been an inkling and a whisper inside of them, which has said, what if you could be more?
What if it didn't have to be like this? What if life could be beautiful? What if you didn't have to struggle so much? What if you loved yourself? What if you actually felt good enough? But initially growing up, you know what I thought? I thought, you know what? Well, I don't like myself, so what will I do? I'll just do everything for everyone else. I'll just be super nice. I'll just be really kind. And if I am really, really, really nice and everyone else likes me, then maybe I'll like myself. Maybe if I'm a doormat, then people will like me. You know what happens to a chronic people pleaser? Someone that does everything else to make other people like her, that cares way too much about other people's opinions because she's totally afraid that what they say is going to be a reflection of the truth of what she feels inside of herself. You know the types of people they attract? Narcissists. People that will gaslight you. People that will take advantage of you. People that will walk all over you. Because those people are only a reflection of how you feel about yourself and you will try and save every single other person without realizing that the person that you need to save is yourself. I wanted to change the world and little did I know that I needed to change myself and then the world would change. I had this big dream of making this planet a better place, but little did I know that I had to start right inside of myself. And that was the work. But that what if, what if you could be more? What if you could do more? I started to realize that being really, really, really nice and really kind to everyone else wasn't working out for me. <laughs> wasn't working out. People would walk all over me. I didn't have boundaries. I would have people that would yell at me and tell me that I was a horrible person. That the actions that I did feel, made them feel like I shat on their face, end quote. <laughs> I didn't understand. It's like, how could I be a horrible person? All I've ever done, all, all I've ever done is try to be nice to you. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. When you don't value yourself, you will attract people in your life that do not value you. You attract a sisterhood. You attract a powerful community. When you become that for yourself first. I had this inkling that there could be more. I had this belief that there could be more. I didn't know what it was. I didn't really know what I believed in either. You know, I grew up Catholic. I believe in something greater and very different now. But I believed, you know, there was something bigger out there. I just didn't feel like it was in the Bible. I just didn't feel like it was in one guy named Jesus. Nothing wrong with Jesus. Jesus is a great dude. Big fan of Jesus, personally. He's a great guy. <laughs> but it... It didn't make sense to me. Some of the rules didn't fit. So I kept living, I kept searching. Then life came knocking on my door one day, 10 years ago in 2013. At the time I was suffering from a concussion. I got a really bad hit on my head that made me sit and lie in my bed for a month straight 
with nothing to do but sit with my own thoughts. And if somebody has never faced themselves in their life before, you know what the scariest thing in the world is? Yourself. For years, people would ask me, what's your greatest fear? It's not sharks, even though I don't like sharks. <laughs> it's not the darkness. It's not spiders. It's not snakes. Don't like snakes, but still. My greatest fear was myself. Because I was terrified that if I was with me for long enough, that something bad would happen, that something bad would sneak out, that all that those demons that I've been pushing into that freaking closet would burst open. I was so afraid of sitting with me. Hello, Bev. So happy to have you here. And so what did life do when I was terrified of me and never wanted to sit still? It sat me down. Look at yourself. Look at your life. Look at what you're doing. It was the first time I meditated 10 years ago. I remember I was like, don't think of anything. Don't think of anything. Don't think of anything. Am I thinking of something? If I'm thinking of not thinking of something. <laughs> I think yeah, that's everyone's experience when they meditate. Because I was running from myself because I was so afraid of myself. And something that I never could have believed in in my wildest of dreams happened. You know, you also grew up Catholic, Miriam. So happy to have you here. I was concussed. I was depressed. I was frustrated. I thought that life was fucking me over. Have you ever had that feeling? Like, like what the fuck is this? This isn't, this isn't the plan, <laughs> you know, I felt that. I was 20, turning 21. <laughs> Hello, DC, so happy to have you here. The day after my 21st birthday, something happened. I got a message. I was talking on the phone with a friend of mine and she got a message, sorry, not me from the national team coach of the Australian synchronized swimming team. She said to my friend, hey, I know you do synchronized swimming. Any chance you wanna to come to Australia and try out for the team? As a friend, right? I said, oh my God, you gotta do this. This is amazing. Go for this. How often do we cheer on our friends, but we allow ourselves to be last on the list? How often do we prioritize everyone else's needs and wants except for ourselves? I was cheering on. I was like, this is amazing. You got to do this. I believe in you. She had a dad that was from Australia. She had Australian citizenship. She used to be a teammate of mine. She was a synchronized swimmer. I was like, I believe in you. I believe in you. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. She turns around. He looks at me and she's like, Danielle, you could do this too. I was like, who do you think I am? <laughs> Are you joking? There is no way. There is no way in the entire world that I would ever be able to get on the Australian team, go to the Olympics. Are you joking me? But then that little, hey, what if? She came knocking again. You will have moments in all of your lives. Well, that whisper will come knocking. I'm not saying you're going to end up in the Olympics. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. And it's not even about the Olympics. 
It's about stepping and claiming the worthiness that you know exists inside of you. You see that opportunity? I felt like there was no way I was worthy of that. For you, the things that are going to come in your life that are going to challenge you and your worthiness, it's going to be the relationships. It might be the crazy opportunities. It might be the raises. It might be the different way of seeing life. It might be the friendships. It might be the status. It might be the career. It might be the entrepreneurship. It might be the love. It might be the children. It might be the family. It might be that life is going really, really good. And all of a sudden you just don't feel worthy of it. And even though I was battling this deep, deep level of lacking self-worth, bigger than all of that, I had this fear, fear of regret, fear of wondering who I could have always been if I was brave enough. I was afraid of getting to the end of my life and wondering what if, what if I just tried? What if I just did the thing? What if I just loved myself? What if I just found a little bit more inner peace? For me, what if I just tried to go to the Olympics? That thought, that decision, that moment changed the trajectory of my life. Was it easy? No, it wasn't easy. I had to take a risk. I had to choose me. I had to take an action. If you want to create change in your life, you will have to do something. Because if you are allowing yourself to go on the same train that you have always been, you will go to the same destination you've always been headed to. You wanna change your life, you gotta jump tracks. You gotta take a risk. You gotta do something differently. I was terrified. I was 21 years old and I'm thankful that I was a little bit naive because I think that really helped. Within six months, I had packed up my bags. I had gotten out a student line of credit. I had booked a ticket to Australia. Sorry, my foot's asleep. (laughs) I booked a ticket to Australia one way. I said, I don't know how, but I'm going to go to the Olympics. August 18th meant nothing to me. Then seven years ago on this day, Today, August 18th, changed my life. Because today is the day seven years ago that I competed for the first time at the Olympic Games. I got to walk out there with my Australian team, with my Synchro sisters. And it's the day I became an Olympian. Why do I say this to you? Why does this matter? Because today, whether it be August 18th might not mean anything to you. It could be November 11th. It could be December 28th. It could be April 14th. Those are days that might mean nothing to you, but in the future, it could be the day that your life changed. You have no idea what is ahead of you. You have no idea what incredible days that are going to change the trajectory of your life are coming up, but you get to believe, you get to choose you, you get to prioritize you, and you get to realize that you are worthy of everything that you dream of. Seven years ago, I wore this suit in Rio and competed at the Olympics. I became an Olympian despite all odds. It doesn't make any sense, but I chose myself, but that was not the end of my story. 
because my self-worth journey is a lifelong journey. Trust me. The universe is like, you want to master self-worth? Let me show you, bitch. <laughs> Loving your sparkles. Thank you, DC. I'm so glad you relate to this. Like, if you, just side tip, if, if you were going to teach anything in your life, the universe is going to show you how to master it through the lessons. You want to teach intuition? You're going to get intuition challenges. You want to teach money? You're going to get money challenges. You want to, you want to teach self-worth? You're going to get self-worth challenges. <laughs> this whole story of me going to the Olympics, there's a big part that I never spoke, speak about out of respect um, to the person involved. Um, and it's really vulnerable because my whole journey to Australia also involves someone else which was my ex-partner at the time. He, he, it, he, he was my partner. <laughs> now it's my ex-partner. I remember we got together right before I moved to Australia. He was actually Australian. I like Aussies, can you tell? <laughs> and it was the first time that a man looked at me and loved me. And I thought, that him liking me and loving me would fill the hole of me not loving me. I didn't know what love fully was, but I did know that it felt good to be loved. Feels pretty good to be loved. But nothing will feel, fill the love that you need to find within you. The entire relationship with him, I knew that I wasn't meant to be there. My intuition was screaming at me, literally screaming in my mind, get out, this isn't for you, it shouldn't be this hard. He's not your person, he's a good person, he's not your person, but I was afraid. I was afraid of not having someone to love me, to validate me, because I couldn't do it. I thought becoming an Olympian would instantly make me feel worthy. It's pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Doesn't change the inside. I spent days and days crying. I was sad. I wasn't meant to be with him. I didn't know how to leave. I had nowhere to go. I didn't have a car. I was pretty broke. I couldn't go sleep on a friend's couch because I didn't even couldn't even drive there. <laughs> I was on the other side of the world from my family. I had no idea what to do. But after five years of being with someone that I knew that I wasn't meant to be with, there was one moment where I realized that I didn't want to live like that anymore. I didn't want to hope that someone else's love would fill the love that I needed to find inside of myself and the worth that I needed to find inside of myself. There was one morning I remember, I was so sad that I woke up at 6 a.m. before I was going to university and, and, and working and I just was crying in bed for an hour. And I remember, this isn't what life is supposed to be. It, it shouldn't be like this. I, I've created this for myself 
because I'm afraid of not being loved by him and, and I'm, I'm afraid of hurting his feelings because I put everyone else first. But it's unfair to him and to me if I know we're not supposed to be together. I thought about what my life would be like if I just put my, how I felt about it on the side. I was like, well, he likes me a lot. Well, you know, what if I just, what if I just deal with it, you know? What if, what if we just get married and have some kids and I, you know, cause he loves me, you know, like I could, it, he's a, he's a good person, right? I was trying to settle. I was trying to justify, <laughs> but I knew I, I saw, I was like, if I choose this path, I'm not choosing me. I'm choosing what he wants. And I had to break his heart to choose myself. It was the hardest thing because even though someone's not your person, it doesn't mean you don't love them and care for them and go through a lot together. But I decided that I was ready to choose me again because I was worthy as fuck of being chosen. You remember the day that I picked him up? He actually came back from a trip. That's why I had the courage to leave. And I wrote a letter because I said, if I, I had tried to break up many times, it, it didn't work. I was like, this is the time I held myself accountable. I told my friends, they were shocked. No one, no one, no one knew. I remember a girlfriend of mine has said to me in the past couple of years, she's like, why didn't you tell anyone that you weren't happy? I was like, she, she said, no, she said, why didn't you tell me you weren't happy? I was like, it's not, it was not, it's not about you. I didn't tell anyone. Have you ever had those moments where you're so afraid of what you're feeling that if you verbalize it, it almost makes it real. So you just keep it inside and hope that it doesn't become real. It doesn't work. As soon as I picked him up from the airport, I, I said to him, I was crying. I said, there's something I have to tell you. And he goes, it's not what I think it is. And he knew, and I knew, and I finally found the courage. After five years of living my life with someone on the other side of the world, being completely dependent on them emotionally and financially, I found the courage to leave. <laughs> I found the courage to leave and I chose me. Where are you not choosing you? I had this feeling that on the other side of leaving, there would be light. I didn't know what the light was, but it just felt like light. I was like, it feels good. Even though it's so scary, there's a period of real scariness. It also feels like there's something good. And I finally built up the courage to work on loving me. I was like, I'm a single girl. I'm gonna love on me. I'm gonna get on Bumble. <laughs> I'm gonna go on dates. I'm gonna work on loving me. I'm gonna meditate. <laughs> I'm gonna journal. I'm gonna do all these things that I never did because I always prioritized what he wanted to do, not what I wanted to do. And I remember I was in this incredible place in my life. It was two years after the Olympic Games. In August, and one day I went over to my girlfriend's house and she's like, I have a new roommate. It's like, cool. 
Oh, great. She's like, I think you should meet him. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, why? And she's like, this is Luca. Luca used to live in British Columbia. You're from British Columbia. I was like, that's weird. Because we're in Australia at the time. <laughs> she's like, uh, Luca's vegan. And I, I was vegan at the time. And, and, and I was like, oh, that's weird. That's cool. I was attached to Luca. I was like, whatever. Not a big deal. And a week later, Luca asked her for my phone number. And August 19th, which is August 18th in North America, two years after the Olympics, we went on our first date. Same day, same 24 hours, two years later, my life changed. Because on that date, I didn't know <laughs> that I met the my future husband, the love of my life. I, know. <laughs> I had no idea. I kind of had it knowing, like at the end of our like full day together. Same day, two years later. You have no idea what day is going to change your life in the future. This day meant nothing to me. Nothing years ago. Now it's one of my most special loved days. But again, Danielle Kettlewell wants to teach self-worth. Universe goes, hey, I'm going to give you some self-worth lessons. You want a lot of self-worth lessons? I'm going to give you some self-worth lessons. I'm like, <laughs> my soul's like, I'll sign up for that. <laughs> Human me is like, what the fuck? I thought I was done. <laughs> As with any relationship, it takes work, right? We had our own shit to work through. It wasn't uh, sweeped off your feet perfect. We sailed into the sunset like the end of every Disney movie. It was, oh, we have challenges and we have shit to face, like every beautiful relationship, an aligned relationship. I was really triggering to him and he was really triggering to me, but we also really liked each other. We decided to be friends for a little bit, but then he couldn't stop calling me every single day and we'd hang out all the time. And, but we loved chatting, but he said he just wanted to be friends. And there was this one day where I was like, he, I was said to Luca, I was like, I'm moving to Bali and I'm going to go after my dreams and I'm going to help people after I retire from sport. And then he comes to me a week later. He's like, Danielle, I'm going to move to Bali and I'm going to go after my dreams and I'm going to help people. I was like, motherfucker, you're copying me. I was like, so you're telling me you want to be besties, you want to be friends, even though you know we have a great connection and you're going to follow me to a different country. And we also talk every day. I was, and I remember I had this conversation with Luca. I was like, look, you need to be honest me, with me. What is it? Why don't you want to be with me anymore? And I pulled it. He's like, well, I was like, no, tell me. I want you to be honest, be 100% honest. Be, be careful when you're asking people to be 100% honest if you're ready for it, right? You're like, do you actually want them to be 100% honest? I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know if we always love honesty. But remember, my whole life I've had to work on loving myself, loving my body, loving who I am, feeling worthy. Luca says to me, after I pull him out of him, he goes, I'm just not sexually attracted to you anymore. <laughs> I feel like any woman would hear that and be like, yeah, that hurts a little bit. And I remember in that moment, I was sitting on my couch, I was in Australia and he, we were on the phone 
at, in that moment, I, I had this feeling. I was like, there's a fork in the road. I can believe that what he's saying means something about me, or I can choose to know that that is his opinion and that's not true. And I can choose not to believe that and I can choose to know that I am enough and I am beautiful. And I remember I said to him, it's like, even though deep down I felt like he was my person, I said to him, you know what? I know that my person is gonna find me beautiful. I'm so proud of her. You all have moments in your life where you get to make a choice. You are going to hit a fork in the road and you get the opportunity to go back into the victim or step up into the woman that you know that you can be and reclaim your worth and who you know that you are. You can stop listening to what everyone else says and you can choose you, the highest self version of you. And in that moment, it felt fucking freeing and terrifying, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you shut the fuck up. (laughs) What people don't know as well is that when you choose you, when you choose your self-worth, when you choose to know that you are enough, you know what you do? You're also manifesting. People don't realize that because I fully release expectations. Six days later, ring, ring. Hello. Luca just went and had a really profound experience. Did some plant medicine. He calls me up. He's like, hey, I have something to tell you. I had just finished training at the time. And I was like, he's like, you want to come over? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll come over. I was like, did you talk to aliens? Tell me that you talked to aliens. He's like, he's like, I'll tell you when I get home. And when, when you get to my house, I was like, okay. I was like, he's definitely fucking talking. What did they say, motherfucker? <laughs> That's what I was like. Tell me. <laughs> so I like go on over. I just have had a, a, a training. Oh, it was a Monday. I remember because it was like I wasn't working that day because it was like a holiday. Um, and went over. He sits me down. I was like, tell me what the alien said. He goes, I realize that we're meant to be together. What? Like you literally told me six days ago, you weren't sexually attracted to me. Are you joking? He's like, I realized that was my ego. And deep down, I actually love you. And you're my person. You know, I think that when we see this in movies, there's like some background music and then there's like a montage and then the girl like runs through the airport and like jumps on the guy and then they have this beautiful kiss and then the credits come, right? Didn't happen in real life. I was like so shocked that I need to go home and I took a nap for like three hours. I don't nap <laughs> that long. I was like, what? <laughs> I unconsciously, accidentally, through choosing myself, manifested. (laughs) I chose me. I realized that I was worthy as fuck, and the universe rose up to show me and remind me that was true. But again, Danielle wants to teach self-worth. The universe goes, hey, you're going to get a lot of self-worth lessons. Fuck me. Are you kidding? There's four? I'm just like opening the book right now, opening the drawers. Two years into our relationship, 
middle of the pandemic, winter in Canada, around Christmas time, Luca comes to me one day. He's a very good man and he's okay with me telling the story. He's met this girl on TikTok. I was like, first of all, how do you meet someone on TikTok? And he has feelings for her. They've been chatting. And at this point, or a couple of years into our relationship, and we're like all in. It's like, this isn't like, let's just casually date. Like we moved countries together. <laughs> we're building a business together. We're helping people together. We're all in. I introduced him to my family, which is very intimidating. My family is very like protective. And he tells me this. That he has feelings for this other person who's in the States. And he's thinking about going to visit her. And my entire world crumbled. All of us go th through hard things in our life at different levels. I'm not saying that I had a death close to me. I'm not saying that I was in a tragic accident, but what I went through in that moment broke my heart open. Something I had never felt before. It was, I was physically in pain where I actually was worried that I need to go to the hospital. I felt gutted from the inside out. I felt nauseous. Again, knock, knock, knock. What if I'm not worthy? What if I'm not beautiful enough? What if I don't matter enough? What if someone chooses someone else over me? At the time previously, I'd already started doing the work that I'm doing now. And I remember planning. I was like, I'm going to run a course on self-worth. I'm going to run a course on self-worth and self-love and how I've cultivated it in my life. And then this happened. I was like, I can't do this. I, I can't, I can't teach, I can't teach women how to love themselves. I can't, I can't give them this, this beautiful transformation. I, I feel like I'm broken on the inside. I feel like someone hit me with a hammer, shattered me into a million pieces. I felt like a shell of myself. I felt like I was questioning everything, but little did I know the universe, again, was challenging me to choose me. He goes, hey, you want to teach this? You're going to live it. You want to know how to get through something that's incredibly hard that you feels like it's breaking your entire heart open? You're going to live it. And so knowing that I was going to teach it worth course on self-worth and self-love. I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything that I am teaching them. And I went in. What a lot of people do with pain and with scary things in the closet is they go like this. You know, like one of those extender things where you pick up trash? They go like, I'm just going to peek open the closet. Oh no, that's fucking too scary. <laughs> Peace. I'm going to, I'm going to, Deal with that once a month when I go to therapy. 
<laughs> or on the full moon where I'm letting it go. <laughs> I went. Let me sit with the demons. Went straight into the darkness. I went straight to the source of what was really challenging me. I felt all of my feelings. I moved it somatically through my body. I worked on my subconscious beliefs. I connected with my soul. And there was this moment, Luca was going away for the weekend to do some of his own work around this. And there was this moment where basically this weekend was gonna be the in or the out of our relationship. It was either gonna end or we we're gonna stay together. Hi, Christy. And I remember I <clears throat> put him on the ferry. We have ferries here in BC. He got on the ferry to go to Vancouver Island. And I was like, by Monday, we're either not going to, I'm going to lose who I believe is the love of my life and my twin flame soulmate, or something different's going to happen. And in that moment, in that weekend, again, I was like, I've done this before. What do I need to learn here? I need to choose me. I need to know that no matter what Luca chooses, that I choose me first, because that is what matters. That I know that I am worthy enough of being with him and I am beautiful and I am powerful and I am a magical, incredible human being and I am worthy as fuck. No matter what he decides, what so many of us do as humans is we make our worth conditional. Depending on what happens externally, our worth changes internally based on our weight, based on our salary, based on our age, based on how we look, based on things going on in our life. Your worth is not circumstantial. Your worth is inherent. But you need to choose you and you need to find it inside of you because there is a wild worthy woman in every single one of you, but you need to reclaim her because it's not about saving the world. It's about saving you and choosing you. And when you do that, you change the vibrational frequency of this planet. Luca told me he wasn't going to call me until Wednesday. He went away on Friday. He gives me a call on Sunday. I'm like shaking. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I pick up the phone. He says, I'm sorry. You were right. I was trying to run. And I love you. But he chose me because I chose me. And that was my lesson. That I did this incredible thing that I moved through. I moved through this incredible thing and I realized, hello, Melissa, hello, Steph. 
Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> you wish you could think like me. Well, you're in the right place, Kirsty. I said, I'm going to put all of this of my entire life, of everything that I know, because I've chosen me, and now I want other women to choose themselves. I ran this program called Worthy. I had 16 women join very first round. It felt really deeply, life-changingly special. But little did I know how special it was. I took them through the process. I showed them what I learned the first two weeks we had women having breakdowns and breakthroughs and aha moments and deep levels of sisterhood that they've never felt in their life before and eight weeks later i had all of these women saying to me that they feel like they're a different person how can they how can they keep going this has changed their life they can feel like completely different like what has happened and i was like i have something here this is changing women's lives. This, this, this is powerful. This works, but it works because I lived it myself. I lived it for 28 plus years. I don't know how old I was. It was a very long time. <laughs> I learned and I lived it. And then I realized that I needed to share this with more women. So I ran the program again and again. And I realized that the program needed to be bigger and more powerful. Worthy is a beautiful world word, but I felt like worthy needed to grow up. Worthy is the name of the program. And so worthy became reclamation. Because what I know and what I realized is that we have all been born worthy. We've just forgotten. And our journey of womanhood in this life is to reclaim the worthiness that has always existed inside of us and to choose us, to choose you, to choose me. It is an incredible, challenging gift being a woman. We have hormones and feelings and periods, fucking boobs and vaginas and the vulvas and uteruses and a clitoris and all of these incredible, challenging, amazing things. And it is such a gift to be a woman. But for thousands of years, it wasn't. It sucked. We didn't matter. They told us to not believe and listen to the wisdom that was inside of us. They separate us, they raped us, they traumatized us, they abused us, they made us be silent. And in the past 150 years, women had have, have had enough. And we've started to rise. We've started to reclaim the power that has always been inside of us. We started our own reclamation. Because I wanted this program to be more than just, let's sit together and cry that's needed. But I wanted women to feel empowered. I wanted them to walk away and literally be like, 
I am woman, hear me roar. I am a fucking, like, what is it called? Oh my gosh, I forget the word. I am a weapon. <laughs> I am incredible. I had women that have gone through that program that have told me they've been to two years of therapy, a lifetime of therapy, and they've had more transformation in that space. Because therapy is an incredible gift with the right person. But the reason you go to therapy is because you don't feel great and you don't know what's wrong. And they deal with the top. They give you prescription. They give you the anti things. And they say, hey, take this pill once a day, you'll feel better. They don't go to the root. And again, I'm not anti-medication. I'm not telling you to stop taking your medication. Please know that. And I'm not your doctor. But I have women that have been through this program that have come off their antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication. Why? Because we went to the root of the problem. Because we combined together these five things that I realized changed my life and changed all these other women's lives. We went to the source. We didn't open that door with that little claw thing that you pick up the garbage with and you like look at it with a 10 feet full. We went right in. We worked on our subconscious mind that runs 95% of our life. We took responsibility, which is the hardest fucking thing in the world. Very first, uh, I think it was the first or second call. One of the, we use it. Well, this is, a, this is kind of like a joke in our world. Julie, my incredible, one of my incredible clients that was in that first round. She said to me, Danielle, I don't like you very much right now. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. Because the reason Part of the reason that your life hasn't changed is because you are blaming everyone else. When you have to take responsibility in your life, one of the hardest questions that we have to ask ourselves is how did I draw this into my life? I think the situation with Luca, right? He almost cheated on me. I'm like, easiest time to ever be a victim. I'm like, how did I draw this into my life? I'm like, bitch, I did not draw this into my life. I am victim, hear me roar. <laughs> But I realized that I did. Hey, I want to help women with self-worth. Okay, you're going to go through a really big challenge that makes you challenge your self-worth. I drew it into my life. Once we start to take responsibility for the things that have happened in our life, so we step out of the victim and step into the creator, things start to change. Source point, subconscious, self-responsibility. And we connect with our soul because none of this makes sense unless we believe in something bigger. And if you don't believe in something bigger, and I'm not telling you what to believe in because you get to believe in whatever it is that you call it. But if you don't believe in anything bigger, I'm not the person for you. And that's okay. You can go back to therapy. But once you start to believe in something bigger, whatever it is that you call it, it starts to make sense because we are souls living a human experience and we have come here to learn lessons. And once we can start learning those lessons and transcend those lessons, things change in our world. <clears throat> and the most important piece of the puzzle, the reason that there's so many women here, so many women that have been through my programs and still chat, that still support each other's businesses and work and life and celebrate each other is sisterhood. The ability to be seen, heard, and loved by someone else unconditionally is the most healing thing you can have. 
the ability to sit beside other women and say, I see you. I know what you have done or I know what has happened to you and I still love you. I understand you. I believe in you. I will cheer you on, not tear you down. That shit is healing. <laughs> Can we talk every day? Sisterhood, life changing. These five principles I take through this program called reclamation. Where we ignite this worthy as fuck feeling inside of you. So you become the I am woman covered in glitter, wearing gold. Hear me roar. So you can have these moments in your life where you choose you and you choose to rise up instead of back down, where you choose to step into the woman that you know that you can become, where you choose to step into your power. Two things that I hope that you take from today. I can say it until I'm blue in the face, but you need to believe it. You are worthy. I am worthy, you are worthy, but it doesn't matter how many times I say it, you need to feel it. Number two, choose you. Stop backing away from putting everyone else first. Choose you. This beautiful program called Reclamation is open. We are starting our next round in September on the 7th. You get lifetime access once you join this space. I take you through this process, which has helped countless women step into their worth. And they keep coming back because they love it so much. And it's amazing. It is life-changing. It is worth every penny. It is currently $1,111. I have had women say to me that the amount, which might seem like a lot, and there's, there's that's available in payment plans as well. But I have women that have said to me, if they spent the same amount of time in therapy, it would cost them triple. I'm giving you warning. I love this program. This program is incredible. And I want to make this program continue to make this program better. Once you join, you are avail- You have access to it for life. Next year, this program will be double the price. Because it is incredible and I'm going to make it even better. And so I'm telling you this now because if you feel called to join, join. Stop sitting on the sidelines of your life and choose you. And if you've been in the program before, just message me and you can jump in again because you're already in. (laughs) This space is incredible. This sisterhood is incredible. It works. It's worth it. It's life-changing. If anyone here over the, the weekend wants to join up until Monday and you want to jump into Worthy, sorry, Reclamation, if you want to jump into reclamation, I will give you a bonus. I will give you my other program called Devotion as well as Reclamation. The other program called Devotion is $333. You will get Reclamation and Devotion if you jump in before Monday together. Next year, Reclamation is going to be double the price. You get access to Devotion for life. What you get in the program 
is we have weekly calls. We have healing hours. You have meditations. You have guest speakers. We do a daily healing circle. I teach you a somatic releasing process. And we step into really powerful divine empowerment. If you want to know more about the actual structure of the program, you can set, actually, you have to send me an email because I'm not allowed to DM people at the moment, or you can comment in here. I've been blocked on Instagram for DMs. <clears throat> That's okay. But if you join before Monday, you will get both of those things. If you have any questions, you can send me an email, hello at daniellekittawell.com. And before we wrap up today, I would love for you to know, or tell me, what is something from this call today you can type in the chat that has been a takeaway for you something that you want to take into your day and into your life i would love for you to share if you think of how much good coaches cost the prices make all sense yeah i think it's, it's just a different way of looking at something you know People might pay $150 every time you go and see a therapist for five years. It adds up to more. And I'm not saying that therapy is bad. We love therapists. I've had therapists in my programs. We love you. But there's other ways. You have more work to do. That's what you realized today. Beautiful. What do you want to take away from our call today? Anyone else? What's been a takeaway for you, a reminder for you? Yeah, I think Tony Robbins charges like a million dollars a day to work with him one-on-one. You never know what day is gonna change your life. I know, I love that. I love, 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 love that, love that. And also like what a beautiful reminder to like make every day matter. Like life is so precious because it's impermanent, right? Like there's two guarantees. Gotta pay taxes and we will all die someday. But that makes it more special because it is impermanent. So two things for you to remember. It's been so beautiful to have you here today. If you take a picture and share on your Instagram stories and tag me, make sure you tag me. You will go in the draw to win a prize, monetary prize next week. And that I will pull out next week. If you want to join Reclamation and you want to join this weekend, you will get access to devotion as well for the next 48 hours. We start in September. There is payment plans. You don't have to pay in full today. There's payment plans. You can jump in. You can get access. The payment plans must be honored. And if you love all of this, please have a listen to my podcast as well, the, the Beautiful Souls podcast, and watch this space. Choose you. You matter. You are incredible. How much I miss you in your courses. You're so excited to start. Ah! Aren't they the best? I like feel it in my soul. Whenever reclamation comes around again, I always have to prepare myself. But I'm like, whoo, she's ready. She's ready. Love it. I'm so excited. If you know anyone 
that needs to join this space, please share this with them. Please share this training with them. And if you feel called, join us. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for celebrating with me. Thank you for listening to my story. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.